Good morning and welcome everybody. You're listening to The Breakfast Show on Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88 right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network, wherever you are. Positively different radio in the morning. This is the Double L team with Lyle and... Liam, good morning. Lyle, how are you this morning? I am amazing this morning. That is amazing to hear. Okay, so what are you thankful for this morning? Uh, this morning, I'm thankful that I've, I've got a new favourite song. It's um, not, a, not a Christian song, but it's a secular song, and it's about you know reminding everybody that you've got each other's back, and it's just a, a, a really sweet song that, um, that I've recently discovered and I love. What are you thankful for this morning? Electricity. Electri- electricity? I am thankful for electricity. It's cool. And you're not wrong. Seriously, you think about what the world would be like or what the world was like for the majority of the history of the world with no electricity. The first time I got uh, really acquainted with electricity was when it came down a slide once, got out the end and, and touched someone and got a bit of a zap. Zap, there you go. I've had, uh, if it has a zap from 240, that'll, that'll wake you up. I've had a zap from an electric fence. Oh, yeah. If that's got anything, no. I've made a homemade taser. You got to get hold of the. You got to get hold of the two forty volts to um to really appreciate the power of electricity. But uh, yeah, electric fences aren't so much fun. Hit those a few times. Um, okay. Anyway, my um the reason that I'm thankful for electricity is because in our new house that we've moved into, we don't have a whole lot of it. You don't. Why not? No, well, we kind of bought a project. Right. So it's missing a lot of its right, wiring. Right, I see. Does it have solar it. power? It does. Oh, that's good. Yes. Saves you a bit of money. Love solar power. Uh, I want to increase our solar power. Uh, I had a mate over yesterday who's a sparky and he's going to bring more electricity into our home and it's going to be amazing and so I'm super thankful for electricery. That's always good. I knew a sparky once. Well, I still know him. Um, yep. it, nothing's happened. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, He's a good, good, good guy. They do good, good jobs. Good, good trade to have. Good trade to have. Indeed. Um, everybody needs electricity in today's world. You can do amazing things with it. Yeah. So there you go. That's what I'm thankful for this morning. Absolutely. This is a reminder. You're listening to the delayed broadcast here on Faith FM. If you would like to listen to the live show live and participate in the quiz and the prizes and all the other fun things that happen on Faith FM Breakfast Show, then simply download the Faith FM app available on Apple or Android platforms. Coming up in today's news, we're going to be crossing over to Mississippi, a state that I did really enjoy working and living in for a while. Um, where a number of, well, an entire congregation has been fined $500 apiece. Very nice. Well, that's yeah. not nice. Not but nice. Nice but for the economy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, there's kind of two different ways of looking at that. But anyway, we're also going to look at uh, Australia's drinking habits uh, during the virus. But right now, this is the lower lights. Land. Let my people go Oppressed so hard they could not stand Let my people go Go down Moses Way down in Egypt's land Tell Pharaoh People go no more shall they in bondage toil let my people go let them come with Egypt's spoil let my people go go down Moses 
God's commanded to divide Let my people go Go down Moses Way down in Egypt's land Hello Pharaoh Let my people go Oh, let us all from bondage flee Let my people go And let us all in Christ be free Let my people go Welcome back to The Breakfast Show. That was uh, Go Down Moses by The Lower Lights. We have our first clue for our quiz this morning. Are you ready for this, Lyle? I am born ready. Born ready. That's good to know. Born ready. Bring it on. All right. So this is a what city am I? Geography. What, <laughs> what city am I? Paul cast a demon out of a slave girl who was a fortune teller in this city. Paul cast a demon go out of a slave girl who was a fortune teller go with in this, one. this city. I don't know how to spell it, but that's well. We'll get there. If near, I'm near, pretty near good enough, at interpreting, right? uh, that's the, you're right. You don't know how to spell it, but that is the, that is the right one. That is the right answer. All right, been there. That's why I knew that one. Very good. Um, so if you know the answer, give us a call at one eight hundred three two four eight four three. That's one eight hundred Faith Airform M, or you can send us a text at zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. And if you're the first person to call in, we are continuing on with the God Said It series. This time it is the Life of Joseph by Bradley Booth. Now this series is, of course, introducing children to the Bible. So if you've got some young kids at home, if you're a young, if you're like a younger person listening to this as well, we'd encourage you to call up and uh, with your parents' permission, of course, call up and um, yeah. We can get this lovely little book headed your way. Absolutely. And this particular city, here's come some extra clues for you. This particular city, great city to visit. Indeed. And a great city to have a biblical baptism. Yes. There's a clue right there. Indeed. You can get baptized when you go to this city. Uh, there are a couple of places in the world. Most people want a biblical baptism well, you can, and go to the You can get Jordan baptized when you River. go to any city. But this one has quite significance. significance. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, so what's happening in the world of positively different news? Positively different news. So we've heard recently how there's been a lot of different businesses, a lot of different companies changing the way that they sort of work and the way that they do things. Um, for example, V8, some V8 supercars teams, they've um, started making ventilators to help with the coronavirus pandemic. Some alcoholic, some producers of alcohol have gone from making alcoholic beverages to making uh, hand, sanitizer. hand sanitizer, which Let's is a open fantastic that move. way. Um, but there's they one saving more. Saving lives rather than destroying lives. Absolutely. Uh, there's one more. Now, I was just talking about how our, our younger listeners, uh, people that we value a lot. This one is one that they'll all absolutely love. 
Lego have started making uh, face plastic face visors. And oh. yeah, I know. Plastic face visors, uh, turning their, their Lego, their factory in Sweden, they've transformed it into a Lego making factory, into a, a factory that makes, that now makes the, the face visors for doctors to use while they're in hospital or, or, or something like that. So yeah, it got me thinking. So that's kind of interesting when you come out of, uh, you, you come out of your, um, anesthetic and you're starting to wake up and there's a, a Lego man standing in front of you. You might wonder, I wonder if what they... actually happened. What kind of drugs <laughs> did they give me while they knocked me out? You know how on, on the Lego pieces on, on the, Top right corner piece. They've they've got the Lego logo. Yes. Do they put those on the on the face masks? Oh, as well? they would be insane not to. Absolutely. Let everyone know that. And the, the way that they they hook it on. Do they have special clips made out of the, the Lego piece to, to hook it on? It's got to be. There's Will you be, be able to take that visor home and incorporate it in part of your Lego set? I don't know that you'd be able to incorporate it in part of your Lego set, but. Imagine having one of those Lego with with you know the brand on it, everything. This is just I think this fantastic It'd story right there. Cool. I, I'd I'd like to have one. In fact, I'd like to buy a Lego face mask. Yes. Um, for my workshop, so you know, one that stops flying pieces of metal when you're using like the angle grinder or the drill or you know the metal lathe or something like that. Why don't they make those? Why? Why they could make welding helmets as well. I could own a Ooh. Lego welding helmet. This means that Maybe. when you grow up, you don't get to stop playing with Lego. You're still playing with Lego in your workshop. I'm getting excited, uh, aren't I? Well, you just you, have you stopped playing with Lego? Um, yeah, you know, my wife and my, my, my wife still plays with Lego, but you know, I don't play Look, with Lego. Look, I must admit, I play, I do play with it less now than when yeah. I was little, but I still do play with it. It's, my wife is addicted to Lego. It just, it soothes the mind, gets you into a happy place, I, 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 but gets the pieces put together. I, my, my, my toys have increased in size. Right, so maybe maybe they need. So now some... I build cars and I build trucks and I build four-wheel drives and I build. Well, I'm building a house at the moment. What if so... you made a a car or something out of Lego? Like instead of making done. it model size, it's been done. By has been done by you? No. Well, there you go. They've they've, they've built full-size drivable cars out of Lego. Well, maybe that can be your next project. Could you incorporate Lego into something that you're currently building? Oh, now there's a challenge. Um, I have to think about that one. This is there is a possibility here. Ah, I kind of wonder about the long, long, the long term effects. Yeah, whether it will over stay, time with stay the, clean and whether it will whether the plastic will break down over could, time. It if could I separate it. when you least expect it. Mm, I have to I have to I have to put some thought into that. Yeah. Now, anyway, having said that, yes, before Lego, yeah, we had Meccano. I've heard of that. Okay, we, and, and when I had it when I was a kid. Yeah. Now I still have some Meccano pieces, and every now and then, they are the perfect piece for building something in the engine bay of you know a muscle car or four wheel drive. Because you get that long metal piece and it's got all holes in it, and it's just like a a universal fitting bracket. It's exactly brace. what you need. Give to... it a little bit of bend here oh, and there, yeah. give it a little bit of a twist, Gets fold the job it all done. together. Meccano is definitely a toy that you just do not stop playing Absolutely. With. So, yeah, I thought it's been wonderful to see how, how God's been changing the way these businesses work. Change, we've sort of had to force our mind to, to adapt and overcome, and I think it's just been amazing how God's been working throughout all the, the different companies. Um, but the, uh, the next story that I've got is today, today for those on the delayed broadcast, today's Thursday, tomorrow you'll be listening to it on Friday. Now, tomorrow being Friday, we are going to be introducing 
Formal Friday. We missed oh, out that's on it. Right. Formal Friday. We missed out on it last week because it was uh, it was Easter Friday. Yes, and we weren't here. However, we are here tomorrow, and I am telling you, I'm going to be wearing my blazer, my my coat, and a button up shirt. And you got to find your bow tie. I got to find. You got to find it between now and then. I mean, come on, Liam. I got to. Yeah, it's somewhere. Go digging. It's somewhere around, and I've got to make. Yeah, I I've, I wore. I know. I've got a tie. I've got a couple of ties actually, yes. but the bow tie is something that I um I, I'm yet to rediscover. So this office that we're working in is uh, has Casual Friday, yeah, or used to have Casual Friday, yes. And um, Liam, I think, is like casual every day. But I'm definitely <laughs> casual every day. <laughs> but this office has Casual Friday, and of course, very few people in the office now, and a lot of offices that are closed, and a lot of people that are working from home. And so the challenge is that rather than having Casual Friday, because you can, you know, a lot of people are just working in their pajamas all day long these days. Absolutely. So formal Friday it is. Um, on Friday, it's time to get dressed up. Time to uh, set your alarm clock just that little bit earlier and uh, get dressed up. Take some photos. Take a photo of yourself working in bed in your formal outfit or whatever it is that you're doing at home these days send it in here to faith fm we will post it up and let's uh let's get formal friday happening as a thing uh, we need to be doing things do you know one reason why i'm so for formal friday why is that it's because the one day of the week that i used to really get dressed up i no longer get dressed up and that was sabbath to that was saturday to go to church I, I loved, you know, got got really dressed up, put a tie on. Um, not quite as dressed up in Cairns in, in the Yeah, I'm just kind of think. I thought, I thought Cairns was above the tie line. It, it looks, I thought the tie line was somewhere around the Tropic of Capricorn where they actually cut the ties off you if you were wearing it anywhere north of that there's, point. I think there's there's two or three Sabbaths in the year where you can get away with it, uh, where, where it's, you know, not so uncomfortable that you feel like it's choking you. Yeah, and of course the Sabbath is, that's a Saturday. The Sa- which, yeah, yeah. When we, Saturday, when we go to Saturday church. service is in the Adventist church. Yeah. So, yeah, um, but I, I will invest to... I'm, I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Missing out, missing out on wearing a tie. That's unusual. I, I You know, I, I just don't meet guys that miss out on wearing a tie, but anyway. I love wearing a tie. We have one right here. Are you the only person in your church that does? Yes. Oh, there you go. Anyway, this is Porter's Gate. Love is patient, love is kind. It has no arrogance or pride. Seeks the good of others first It keeps no record of wrong or hurt It finds no joy in wickedness But rejoices in the truth Through it all it will
You're listening to The Borders Gate, Love Will Never Fail. Time for another clue for our quiz of the day. What city am I? Liam, what have you got for us? Indeed. So, clue number two. This was a Roman colony and a leading city in Macedonia. Or Macedonia, sorry. This was a leading city from a Roman colony uh, in Macedonia, Macedonia. Is it Macedonia or Macedonia? That's a very interesting debate that you could have with a, uh, a Greek, a Macedonian, a Macedonian. Um, someone from this area. Someone from that part so of... So it's either Macedonia is- or Macedonia. Whichever one you prefer, that's the one you can go with. But you will find it in the modern country of Greece. Yes. Yes. Uh, but no, this was a colony from, from a Roman colony uh, and a leading city in Macedonia or Macedonia. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm going to say both is? of them. <laughs> if you know what it is, then give us a call 1-800-324-843 or text us on 0491-064-669 and there will be a prize coming your way. God Said It, The Life of Joseph by Bradley Booth, introducing children to the Bible, in particular the story of Joseph. Okay, so we did mention that we're going to go to Mississippi today, spent some time working in Mississippi, great state of Mississippi. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed my time there, particularly enjoyed the culture, great culture down there in the deep south in the Indeed. Bible Belt. Absolutely loved it. Had to learn how to pronounce certain ways that were under were, so certain words in certain ways so that they could be understood by the <laughs> locals uh, uh, because they just don't hear a whole lot of Australian English. Um, I'm quite there. good at adapting my voice to become, in particular areas. I don't know if you heard, but there was one day a couple of weeks ago where you were away and Gemma was in, and uh, she mentioned uh, St Patrick's Day, and for the whole segment. I spoke in an Irish accent. There you go. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so the this particular church, the Green the Greenville Baptist Church, held their Easter services in their car park, and this has become a bit of a thing in the United States. There've been a number of churches that have done this, and basically what they do is they set up a stage in the car park, and the preacher can then stand on the stage. They've got a uh, a low power radio transmitter, so everybody just turns up in the car park, sits in their car. And the preacher preaches away. Everybody just switches their radio to the frequency, and away they go. So, is this is this something that is still legal in America? Well, it varies. The United States varies tremendously from one state to the next. Yeah, to, to the next, as far as what is legal and what is not. And so, you've got some states that are in total lockdown. You've got other states that, as far as pretty easy breezy. services go, there is no restrictions whatsoever at all. So, for instance, North Dakota, South Dakota, Iowa. Uh, there's a bunch of states like that where you know you can have 30,000 people turn up to a religious service. There's no law against that. You have other states like New York where their restrictions have come in a little bit, um, but you cross from New York into New Jersey and they've got a total lockdown on all churches. Yep. And so you know it's going to vary tremendously from one state to another. And this is something that is somewhat unique. People need to understand about America is the higher level of state sovereignty that that country has as compared to this country. And so you know a lot of people kind of, kind of miss that. But in the state of Mississippi, they do have a, uh, a banning on uh, congregations of more than 10 meeting together. And this is a congregation of about 120, 130 thereabouts. And so they met in the car park. They all got in their cars. They drove to church. They parked in the car park. And in this particular church, the preacher, they didn't have a stage set up outside. So the preacher preached from inside the church. 
and they were able to, you know, wind their windows down, have a bit of conversation with the cars that were on either side of them and to practice good social distancing while attending church service and maintaining a certain sense of community. And eight police officers turned up and fined every single person that was there $500. There it is. That's the one. Yes. Okay, so the church is suing the city uh, of Greenville uh, based on a violation of their First Amendment rights to the free exercise of religion. So this is another thing that is very, very different about the United States compared to Australia. So in the United States, religion does have you know, this First Amendment to the Constitution, which does guarantee the freedom of worship. We don't have anything like that in Australia. In fact, we have no protections for religious liberty whatsoever at all. It's, um, it's always just been assumed. And uh, we probably would have had some legislation by now had coronavirus not turned up. However, in Australia, religious gatherings from a legal perspective are on a, you know, the same par as, say, gathering for a football match. Yeah. And the government can close one down just as easily as the other. In the United States, football has no First Amendment or any kind of amendment constitutional There's nothing protection. in the amendment that says, I have the right to go to football. That's right. They have no constitutional protections, and so football is closed down. Yeah. Whereas churches in the United States do have this constitutional um, um, law that states they have the free exercise of worship. And so this has created quite a controversy, particularly in those states where they have enacted total lockdown because a lot of people are actually asking, is this legal? Is it legal to close churches in the United States based on the Constitution? Well, of course, here, the suit that they have against the city, the church has against the city, is based on the fact that they have been singled out yeah, yeah. for violation uh, where other businesses have not been singled out. So they pointed out that 200 metres away from where they're worshipping, there's a drive through restaurant, and the drive through restaurant hasn't been closed. But their drive through worship service has and so they're asking the question, you know, what is the difference between the two? Why can you have a drive through restaurant and not have a uh, drive through worship service? And I do course, see their point, though, with that. Oh, it's a very valid point. It's a, if you're going to close one, you've got to close them all. You know, I understand that, you know, in some countries, and particularly here in Australia, they've been discouraging people from unnecessary uh, travel. N- not because, you know, because you can travel for the sake of, you know, and just stay in your car. But one of the reasons that they're, they're, they're dis- discouraging that is because, you know, the virus can be transferred through fuel pumps and the less people that are buying fuel, then the less uh, the virus is going to be transferred and that kind of thing. So, they, you know, they don't even want you going for a drive by yourself to, you know, a, a place where you're going to go for a walk by yourself. It's just like, don't do that. Um, that's not the case in Mississippi. They still have the ability to be able to go for a drive. They just have to have proper social distancing. And so, yeah, they've got a very good point right there. And the Justice Department has come in, and this is a bit of an unusual move by the Justice Department, and has actually backed the church. Really? Yes. There you go. So that's um, that's quite significant for the <laughs> Justice Department to be weighing in on that. Okay, moving on. Uh, here in Australia... Um, one in five Australians have been buying more alcohol. One in four Australians have been drinking earlier in the day. In fact, a lot of them have been drinking um, 
um, before lunch, and one in three have taken up daily drinking. That's a that's a pretty scary. That's a that's a quite quite a figure. And and and, and what's scary about this is that. Alcohol, of course, is a massive cause of depression. Just, and we have a problem with depression uh, based around the coronavirus outbreak and people being alone. And the worst possible thing that you can be doing during a coronavirus lockdown is drinking alcohol. Yeah, I'll just backtrack quickly because I think the way you said it, it doesn't quite make sense because one in five people have started drinking, yet one in three people uh, are drinking every day. So I think what you mean by that is one. No, no, in- let me let me let me let me read what I re- what I have here. Yeah, one in five people are buying more alcohol. Yes, one in four people are drinking earlier, and one in three people are drinking daily, which is much higher stats than what we've ever had before. Yeah, so but not everybody in Australia drinks daily by yeah. a long shot. But now we have now we have one in three Australians who are drinking on a daily basis. Yes, which is alcoholism. Yes. So we one. In, it's basically what it's done. It's turned one in three Australians into alcoholics, which is not great. Yeah. If you're drinking daily, you're alcohol dependent. So if that's and one in three people that are drinking daily. Then there's uh, uh, I can't imagine how many more are not drinking daily, but are still drinking regularly. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. So and, and here's the thing that goes through my mind. We have this legislation to create social distancing because if the government doesn't legislate it, we won't do it. And so the government is, by bringing in this legislation, saving us from ourselves. Yes. And so it's set a precedent. The government has set a precedent where they can say, yes, when there is a health crisis, we can make legislation to save you from yourself. Yeah. If we can do it with coronavirus, why can't we do it with alcohol? Why can't we do it with cigarettes? You know, because cigarettes and coronavirus, smoking and coronavirus, obviously go together. We have the research and we have the, you know, what took place during prohibition in the United States and how prohibition pulled the United States out of the depression and the massive health benefits that it brought to the US. We have the research. Why don't we just do it? There's a prime opportunity right now. Anyway, JJ Heller, your hands. I have unanswered prayers I have trouble I wish wasn't there And I've asked a thousand ways That you would take my pain away You would take my pain away trying to understand how to walk this weary land make straight the paths that crooked lie oh lord before these feet of mine oh lord before these feet of mine when my world is shaking Set all things right 
Guys, that was JJ Heller with your hands. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. And we are about to have another clue for our quiz before we go to interview of the day. We are indeed. Okay, so this is where Paul met Lydia. So Paul was quite significant in this area. That's the second clue that we've had this morning to mention mention Paul. So Roman City in... uh, Maca, Ancient Macedonia. Maca, 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 Macedonia, Macedonia, whatever it is. Uh, yeah, so if you know what the answer to this is, give us a call at 1-800-324-843. That's 1-800-FAITH-FM. Or you can send us a text at 0491-064-669. And if you were the first person to call in with the correct answer, we will be sending you a copy of God Said It, The Life of Joseph, introducing uh, children to the Bible uh, and focusing on the story of Joseph. So joining us on the phone this morning is Camilla Scaff. Camilla, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's good to be back. How are you, Lyle? I'm doing well, Camilla. Now, Camilla is uh, health director for um, the North New South Wales, the, our church in the North New South Wales region. And Camilla's going to be talking to us today about the benefits of being outside. Okay, so coronavirus lockdown has uh, been happening. Camilla, you came back from overseas recently and had to spend two weeks in lockdown. How important is it to be spend some time outside during lockdown? And you know, how do we go about all of this? Tell us, tell us the whole, all the benefits of being outside. <laughs> so it's look, it's really, really important. I actually came to learn very recently that um, as I was um, in lockdown, I appreciated even more the outside and the ability to be in nature. And as I was thinking about the life of Jesus in this earth, because, you know, we, we got more time now to think and reflect, right, Lyle? Yes, so absolutely, we, we do. Think, and, you know, thinking when we're in isolation or um, social distancing, sometimes we can feel a bit powerless because we are made to be with people in relationship with one another. So it can have that feeling of defeat sometimes when you're at home and, you know, you have a lot to do and you're just not spending enough time outdoors. And that plays a little bit with your mind. But one thing that I found when I was looking at the life of Jesus is that the Savior's life on earth was a life of communion with nature and with God. So um, that really resonated with me because I thought, okay, I can do my communion with God indoors, but I really need to spend time in nature. And 
in you know in his communion he revealed for us the secret of a life of power so i could imagine that everyone listening this morning it's probably thinking how can i get more power because you know in times like this we feel a bit powerless and so i i'm here to say that number one yes we want to have a connection with god but very importantly there are actually very good reasons why we should be spending time outdoors so for example did you know i mean why do you think lyle um that we, we you know we like to we feel good when we spend time outdoors any guesses well i don't know but i'm just looking at my window right now and it was a beautiful evening. It was a beautiful night here in the Newcastle area. I don't know what uh, weather everybody else is getting across Australia, but it's been absolutely amazing right here and just glorious days for the last few days. I've been spending my afternoons outside, evenings where I've been able to, and it's just rejuvenating. You just you just come back in feeling better for it. Why, does that, why is that actually the case? Okay, so you just said it. So you mentioned like you were looking as you look outside. So we have our eyes, which is like one of the most amazing creations. And for most people, it's the source of their dominant sense. So when you look at something, actually that your optic nerves, they send messages to your brain. Okay, it goes from your retinas directly to your brain. And as you can see, these messages just quickly flow into your limbic brain, which is the part of the brain responsible for your emotions. So how interesting that sometimes when you look at something, your emotion reaction is actually what comes first and precedes your thinking response. So when you, as you described, you're describing things that just, you know, it kind of brought you certain emotions. So um, there are, uh, there uh, has been some research actually that has shown that this happens in the, like, um, very, very quickly. Sometimes it's even unconscious to notice. You, you don't even notice those uh, responses. However, we know that for sure because research has been made where people, uh, they were looking at the functional MRI studies and they were showing that scenes of natural landscape were lighting up these parts of our brain that brings positivity and motivation. And that's why it has also been noticed that when people are doing things outside, they are even uh, achieving better performance. Or when you're having like an office space where you can see lots of outside, outdoor greens and, you know, all of the nature, it also enhances academic performance and also performance in the workplace. So these are all research that are looking into this. But mostly interesting, you probably have heard about the importance of colors. When you look at things, there are certain colors that make you feel peaceful and other colors that make you feel creative. Have you noticed that about yourself? Oh, absolutely. There's, there, there, are, there are colors out there. I like light colors um, and dark colors just sort of make me feel depressed, but light colors just brighten my day. That's right. And I think that you're not the only one. I mean, um, also we can we know for sure that when we're looking at uh, putting a lot of people together and when they, that's what they do, studies, they, they do that. Um, they have noticed that when we look at colors like green and blue, like nature colors, that we just feel more peaceful, more creative, more hopeful. Those are the feelings that you've got. But then sometimes if people are associated with the dark um, color, like color red or black, 
that there's a sense of fear and danger and just kind of like a shutdown that um, can occur in your brain as well. But the reason why I'm mentioning these colors is because how interesting is that the nature colors or the very nature, um, the very colors um, that we are looking to be feeling positive and motivated. So, for example, what do you think it's the color of happiness when people are thinking, you know, think of your happy color. Um, there was ex an experiment made by researchers. They invited many individuals to paint a wall. And they basically asked them, you know, think of uh, something positive. And then they, they could choose any color they want. Guess which colors were the most picked overwhelmingly? Oh, oh, I'm not really sure. Um, maybe a light yellow? Well, actually, it was actually bright yellow and bright orange. There you go. There you go. Nice. <laughs> nice. So oh, those are the you are right? very intelligent. No, I just I just I just thought to myself, what would be a happy color for me? If I if somebody asked me to do that, what color would I paint yeah. it? And yellow was what came to my mind and so and that was a total guess. That was just my <laughs> gut instinct um, as yes. to how I would react to that question. And it seems that I would have gone the same color that everybody else did. That's right. It just happens that our limbic brain, our emotional brain, loves bright light. Now, something very interesting that they observed is that in some countries, when they have very high latitude and where they get very low sun exposure, it's very common for people to experience a condition referred as the uh, seasonal affective disorder. Have you heard of that before? Yes, I have. It's, um, uh -huh. The sad. So they just, you know, there's a lot of depression and even suicidal thoughts. So as we're going through a period of a little bit of a, a seasonal affective disorder with the coronavirus, I just wanted to touch upon the power of sunlight because that's what we're talking about here and being outdoors because, um, you know, sometimes you can think it is yes, it is important when you're out when you're indoor to open your windows, to let the light in, especially if you have lots of sunlight coming in the house, it's very important. Actually, study says that if you wake up in the morning and you don't open your um, blinds and then make it like, you know, let the light come in for the first 15 minutes, that your tendency is to want to stay in bed or to want to stay in and then your energy levels are lower than if you would just wake up and quickly open the, 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 the blinds and let the sun in. Yes, so, this is what I yeah. loved about living in the country was that we just never closed our blinds because it was like we were in the country. It was like, why even have blinds? That kind of didn't <laughs> yeah, I'm it. very lucky that where That's my right. room is, I don't need to close the blinds because there's the, the only thing that ever comes in, if light does come in, is the light from the moon. And that is light that I absolutely love. So, yeah. <laughs> yes, because they're, they're, look, there's power. However, when you're indoors, there's actually this... Um, sort of a measurement of in light intensity that is called LUX, L-U-X. And, and when you're indoors, then you can only get about 500 to 750 of this intensity of light. And when you're outside, the sunlight can beam up to 100,000 of that, so which is like more than 50 times. So what we have discovered and what science is showing us is that we need about at least 10,000 lux a day and which is about 30 minutes outside outdoors to have 
a minimum of lux that will make us feel positive. And if we don't get that, so people that spend a lot of time outdoors, the research was saying that they were getting the maximum 750. Now, 750 is a lot lower than 10,000 lux, isn't it? It sounds, so, it sounds like yes. a lot. I hope that this is a motivation for us to spend more time in the sun because other than just the bright lights that our eyes are going to be catching and making us feel positive, there are a lot of other things that we can get from the sunlight. And that would be uh, vitamins. You know, we know that vitamin D deficiency is a huge issue in our society today because we're just not spending enough out uh, um, enough time outdoors. And other things, too, um, not only your mood that you're getting, but, you know, sunlight is also um, it kills the microbes and the, the bacteria. So we want to actually sometimes even put our furniture, our cushions, our clothing in the sun so that it can um, clear and clean all of our stuff and ourselves as well. You know, we know that these viruses, they can be quickly killed if they're exposed to sun and so if we spend more time outdoors we also have a less of a chance to be getting flus and other things that you know that we're not really looking to get at this time so i just thought i would share a little bit with you this but you know i didn't get all this knowledge by myself and i'm not the the, the smart one here a lot of this has been put together by dr Darren morton on his program, Live More Happy. And it's actually a book that he wrote and became now a program to help people to achieve happiness. And I wanted to offer for free for all of your listeners today and that want to participate. We're starting a group this Sunday and anyone that calls in would be able to get a free 10-week online course with this kind of content. And not only that, but they will be able to uh, participating challenges with people as well online. So, uh, is this some, some something that your listeners would enjoy? You think, Lyle? Oh, absolutely, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so they get to do. Um, they can join a group this Sunday, do a free online course, and what was the third thing that you mentioned there that they'd be able to participate in? Yeah, so it's it's free online usually. It goes for $75. That's the, the price. But right now we're offering a special deal for COVID and it's 100% free, no strings attached. And it goes for 10 weeks, 100% online. And there are certain challenges that you may choose to do. So, for example, um, if we're looking to um, do more, spend more time outdoors, we challenge people to try to spend time in the early hours in the morning, perhaps even watch a sunrise. And as we know, we are restricted right now, but we do have permission to go outdoors for exercising. So perhaps going outdoors and watching a sunrise and have a quick walk, that would um, be able to catch the very first bright light of the day, which it does have that blue tinge. So that light yellow that you've talked about before, Lyle, you were spot on. That's the best, best light for us to capture each day. Okay, so we're going to give some details here in just a moment as to how you can join this uh, join this group and do this this uh, course, this online course for free. That's an amazing deal that you're offering to us right there. But I'm wondering whether you can just give us a, a quick little insight. You recently spent a couple of weeks in isolation as a result of having travelled overseas. How yes. much of a priority and what kind of things did you 
work into your lifestyle during those two weeks of total isolation that would enable you to get the sunlight that you needed? Okay, so um, I have a, a small child, a, ch- a toddler. Yes. She's two and a half. We can so hear I guess in the that helps you, <laughs> helps you with the most important thing that I would say, which is make yourself a routine. So um, when you're in isolation and indoors and you don't really, really have reasons to get out, sometimes you might just get into the couch and start eating something and watching something. And before you know, three, four hours have gone and you didn't go anywhere. So... I guess having a child helps me to be accountable. But one of the things that we established here is that, yes, there is a time, you know, we get to eat. She wakes me up at 630 in the morning every day telling me that she's hungry. So, you know, I have no choice. And one of the things that I've um, trained Katarina to do, which is my daughter, I say, okay, as soon as you wake up, you're going to open the blinds. So she goes and opens all the door, uh, the, I mean, the blinds of the room, and she says, good morning. So I think that could be a, a very nice thing to start the day. As soon as you wake up, open all the windows, the doors, let the air come in, let the bright sunshine come in, and then have a time every day that you go outdoors. Like I said, at least half hour. Even if you go walking around the block, which is what we've been doing here mostly, we go walk around the block there. If you live in an area where there's a lot of green, it's very, very good. The research says that if you have for each one percent of green around your house that you plant, there is less of a four percent chance that you would get anxiety and depression. So I think this has been a key thing for us to spend time outdoors in the backyard or just go for a quick walk. Um, and then another thing is to eat nutritious meals um, in the morning. Just have a meal to get started because that will give you energy as well so that you're feeling alive and you have energy to do some reading. You have energy to learn new things. The other thing is learn something new. I've taken uh, some online courses like the one that I've just offered to you. I've taken some master classes online. Just learning new skills, cooking something new, maybe a little bit about decoration, and you can start thinking of how you can maybe make new things and um, a vase, like a, fl- a flower vase for your house. And just try to bring uh, different moods into your house, and that has helped us. Um, I'm expecting again, and so um, it's, I'm, I'm facing with some morning sickness, and that can also put me down a little bit. So these things are very crucial for me to experience in order for me to bring myself up and be able to be productive and be able to feel good. Fantastic. Um, is that what you were uh, looking for? Yeah, that's absolutely <laughs> what I was looking for. Unfortunately, we're out of time. Sorry to have to uh, butt in very quickly. How do we get a hold of this course? Okay, so um, anybody interested, contact Faith FM, and we will be giving you a product ID so that you can get in without having to pay and it starts on Sunday so if you come to us by tomorrow that would be great. Okay so give us a call right now 1-800-324-843 that's a $75 online course you can do absolutely for free uh, so 1-800-324-843 or text us on 0491-064-669. And we will make that happen for you right here on Faith FM. Camilla, thank you so much for joining us right now. We're going to move on. This is Anthem Lights. With- All victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me and bought me 
with his redeeming blood. Have you been to Jesus for the cleansing power? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you fully trusting in his grace this hour? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Oh, come on. Are you What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. There is power, power, unworking power in the blood of the Lamb. There is power, power, wonderworking power in the precious blood of the Lamb. Oh, precious is the Nothing but the blood of Jesus Are you washed in the blood In the blood of the Lamb He sought me and bought me With nothing but the blood of Jesus Forgiveness, it's easier said than done but there's a program called Forgive to Live, designed to help us all improve our lives and discover the healing power of forgiveness. So if you're keen to take that first step, head to forgivetolive.org.au. You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. I didn't have time in my hurry today to smile at the folks I met. And I failed to kiss someone as I rushed away and I caused her to worry and fret. I didn't have time to say, how are you? Or note that the weather was fine. Tomorrow, I planned on doing these things, but today, I just didn't have time. I didn't have time to stop with a friend who needed the help I could bring, and I didn't have time, not a moment to spend, where loneliness had left its sting. Didn't have time to visit the sick or give an old panhandler a dime, and I'll wait till tomorrow or maybe next week, but today, I just don't have time. I didn't have time for upbuilding thoughts, not even a moment of prayer. I feel my whole life has gone for naught, and now it's too late to care. But as I walk down life's final mile, and I stand in God's receiving line, I somehow wonder if he just might close the gate and say, uh, remember, you didn't have time. 